Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energized, brought to you by Forged Irish Stout. Ross. Are you intoxicated or something? Introduce the guest, man. Today, we are bringing you the fighting pride of the North Side. It's Mr. Main Event, Nate Kelly. Nate, how you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm in good spirits. Um, I'm healthy. I'm fit. Just can't complain. Everything is just everything is working out in life how I wanted to work out the minute. So, have no reason to be to be upset or or, or anything like that. So, I'm happy out. And that's what we'd of, like to hear. Yeah, and you're full of acai these days, aren't you? Full of acai. Not too much now when the way cut is is coming into play, but. Uh, you can guarantee when I'm when I'm done this fight, I'm gonna stock up and absolutely get fat on the acai. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, tell us this: did, did this new uh, KO acai just get the plug in early? Did this uh, business uh, come from the from the windfall from PFL Dublin? Um, sort of like a, it was actually I was actually thinking about it a while. Um, just I just saw it, there was a big demand for it, like I um tournaments and stuff like that, jiu-jitsu tournaments and stuff like that, and uh, it's always a queue at the stands, and I, I, I really enjoy acai, I'm, I'm a big kind of fan of it, I've tasted it everywhere I go, if there's an acai bowl, I'll, I'll be buying it just to just to have a taste of the different varieties of acai and stuff like that, so you could say I'm a little bit of an enthusiast, so uh, I kind of just, kind of just, the idea came across my mind, and I just said, fuck it, let's just run with it and see what happens, and uh yeah, it's just it's not it's nothing it's nothing too big at the minute, boys. It's just just a little little project I'm working on on the side, and so we've yet to see how 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 it does and how it takes off. But um, I'm hoping for it to grow uh, very organically and for it to uh, to be a nice um, little side hustle in the future. The SIE guru. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be plenty <laughs> yeah. of SIE at Bellator Belfast on March 22nd. But Nate, we want to bring you back to being the main event of PFL Dublin just in December. Um, like got from the walkout with Aslan playing, like what 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 was what was that the whole week like for yourself? Yeah, it was. Um, I thought the, the whole week was really uh, focused for me. I felt like uh, obviously because you know the, the the pressure of being the main event in your hometown um, and all that comes with that. You know what I mean? I just, I just felt really in the zone and focused. I felt I felt. Mm. I felt like I was meant to be there. I felt like I, I was I was destined to be there. I felt like the opportunity that I got, the pressure that comes with that. Like I always feel like I rise to the occasion when I'm under high, high stress opportunities or high pressure opportunities. So um, it was just about me staying as professional as I always am and and, and making sure to capitalise on the moment when when it was time to go. And I did just that from the fight week leading up to leading up to the fight from the, all the media I done all the behind the scenes stuff I did with uh, Motion Masters who's who's uh, working with me, following me around the last while. You know, all of that was a real taste of what it's like to be kind of in that kind of high profile, busy, you know what I mean, professional athlete and uh, with all the media, the cameras and I got a real taste of what it was like to be a real kind of superstar in my own sense. So, yeah, but I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it all and like that. Give me, give me the high pressure opportunities, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, 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 
or smash them, you know what I mean? And it was just another night for me to show that I'm meant to be at the at the elite and top stages and, and with all the pressure on me and I, I feel like I showed it in a nice manner on the night hundred percent. Yeah. Ross, what a night it was to be at as well. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, it was it was uh, in, in, insane, and like obviously you topped off the night. And as a, a fellow PFL man might say, uh, the the core course box uh, pressure is a privilege, and uh, you rose to the, to the occasion on that that uh, that time, uh, Nate. And it was unbelievable to see, and it was the best result for Irish MMA on the night as well. Like that, it was really important that you got the got the win. Uh, obviously, you know, you said you like to rise to the occasion of that, but did you feel any extra pressure? Um, being the main event, did that make any difference to you come fight night? Or did it, you know, when you were walking out, you're like, right, this is the last fight of the night, better send the crowd home on a good note? Or are you just concentrating on doing your thing? Excuse me. And now I was just concentrating on doing my own thing. If, if anything, I was actually very calm. I was actually felt like I was too calm before it. I, um, I had a nap in the change room for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. I was woke up from that a little bit groggy and tired, and I was, there was actually a point where I was like, "Fuck, Nate, you're actually fighting in in less than a half an hour. You need to wake the fuck up a little bit." I felt, I just felt exhausted. Obviously, it's the long week and the busyness of it all, and blah blah blah. And it was actually a point where I was kind of like trying to bang on my chest to wake myself up a bit because sometimes I'm I'm really pumped and hyped going into fights, whereas this one I was just super chill. But what I did was I just decided to run with how my body was feeling. I didn't try to hype myself up too much. I just went with how I was feeling. I didn't try to to change the rhythm of the way my body was working on that day. Um, Franz actually, obviously, like a few of my team lost. And Franz came back after losing and he just made a joke. He was like, Jesus, mate, it's up to you now to save us. And I was like, fuck you all. He's all losing, putting me under pressure. You know what I mean? For fuck's sake. Like, and, and, uh, we just had a bit of a laugh about it, just to lift the spirits a little bit. But, um, you know, Franz came back to the change room. There was obviously uh, Will, Kiefer, John, Dave, me boss coach Steve, and we're all there. And, you know, it was just a nice little bit of a giggle before we went out to face the real seriousness of the situation in uh, in having the fight. But um, I didn't feel, I, f- I felt like I kind of owed it to the fans, you know what I mean, to, since they made their way out there to. Mm. To like have that Irish uh, Irish man winning and, and, and make end the night in somewhat of a good manner. And then plus as well, like all me like whatever be friends and family, like you know what I mean? I I really, really wanted to win for them like because it was such a big night for them. Obviously from, like looking through their eyes from, from their perspective, it's me. They know me personally. I'm you know, a good friend, a family member, they love me the bits and, and they they're on edge all day waiting for the big event to come and i'm last and that their nerves are hanging on by a, by a thread and <laughs> i just felt like i owed it to all them to make sure to to, to win but regardless on, on the night i just felt so calm i felt like i was like i said like i was meant to be there and you know as soon like i said i was a little bit tired but a little bit flat but as soon as i walked out and heard the fans singing crazy war by aslan and i just got a surge of energy through my body and even Dave, my coach Dave, was like, yeah, because I was so calm before it, they were really liking how how calm I was and stuff. And then when I got into the ring, I was like, ah, you know what I mean? I was like <laughs> fucking living off the crowd and I was banging on my chest and Dave called me over and was like, controlled aggression, Nate, you know what I mean? Don't don't get don't get too lost in the moment here. But I, I, I can't myself back down there when it was time to fight, but I just, when I first walked out and everyone was going mad, I just, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to hype them up and live in the moment, you know what I mean? Um, really soak in the, soak in the energy and, and try to, 
try to really memorize it all and the best way I can. Yeah, it felt like a world title fight. The way the atmosphere was, it was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I was like, where, yeah. where's Nate's belt? I was like, yeah. I, was like I don't, I, I was like, I was like, I was like, I, was like, I don't care. Give him one of those made up ones that the guys got the weekend. <laughs> he, he deserves it, but uh, no, it was incredible to see, and like it, it was so well deserved. Um, I, I suppose following on from that, did you have any questions with the PFL brass afterwards? Like, did they give you any feedback on, on, on how they felt the week went and uh, where they'd like to point you in the next direction? I know, obviously, you're booked in for. Bellator and Belfast, but did they give you any indication what they want to do next with you for 2024? Because obviously, you know, it was in December, so like it's sort of it's a good way to spark conversations for this year. Didn't have much conversation. I actually kind of knew about the Bellator gig on the Tuesday before I thought. I was okay. talking to Greg from the PFL, uh, one of the PFL lads who handles me, and and he was he was kind of. Because obviously that was before I my contract and I have one left now. So he was kind of just briefly was like, ah, look, we might stick it on that Bellator uh, next year or whatever in Ireland. And I was like, yes, yeah, because I was out one fight before the end of the first quarter, which is going to be the end of March. So I was um, I was out of fight from then. And he was like, look, I meant to have a card on around then. So we'll, we'll probably... We'll probably try on that, but we've we'll yet to discuss that. And I was like, yes, yeah, sound. Like I was, and like I said to Greg, I was like, Look, Greg, I'm just happy to be fighting. Get me, a, get get me in. Don't have me sitting on the sidelines. Get me in. Get me busy. If it's on PFL, it's on Bellator. You know me. I'm professional as it comes. I'm gonna jump over to one or the other. Once once it's about there, I'll jump on it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how the Bellator thing came mm-hmm. across. Obviously, I have to win this now in a nice manner to to them for any opportunities that might come. So I think after this one now, we we can start to discuss and see what happens. But you know, this would be this would be the first one this year. It, it, I don't know if they'll put me into any tournaments this year. They might have me fight just on a few more cards, sing, like on single bouts, um, just to see out this year, and then maybe next year I'll get the chance. Um, but we've yet to see with the we've yet to discuss that. That's just me presuming and me just just thinking of what might happen. So, but I don't like to think about what might happen because mm. then you might get. You might get this disheartened if it doesn't go that way. So yeah. I'm a real guy with the flow type fella. So all I can do is win this one and see what doors open for me then. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I suppose it's a bit of a strange territory at the moment because obviously PFL and Bellator, they had their event last night and like, or, or sorry, at the weekend. And it would almost made sense if that was like sort of it, if that makes sense. And they, they, they yeah. like, dropped Bellator or whatever. And they went forward as PFL, but uh, obviously they're uh, coming on as Bellator. Are you still just directly dealing with PFL people for this Bellator card? Is that is that how it works for you? Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. I'm just working with the PFL team mm. as as per usual, mm. and uh, yeah. But obviously, I think they'll have like they'll they'll like sub branch it a little bit. So mm. the PFL as are running it, but they might have a little a different team now. I've yet to I've yet to experience it. I'll find out now. With, in March, yeah. what way it really works, and, and see what kind of plans are putting together for the future, and how and how logistically how things are working, how things are working personally with the staff and blah blah blah. But for now, I'm just dealing with the PFL. I I don't even really contact them that much. It's kind of mm. it's like you're fighting this time, okay. This is who you're fighting, okay. Send out your mm. medical and sponsorship stuff, and that's it really. Like there's not really much communication that goes into it. I don't and I don't really think there's a need to over communicate either because mm. at the end of the day it's just 
getting in to have a fight against another opponent. Same stuff, same as the last four. You know what I mean? Mm. All that really matters is that I show up on the night and win. And then from there, when the contract is up, we can kind of discuss what the way things are going to work. But yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm a pure about chill, go with the flow type fella. Tell me to fight there, I'll fight. Tell me who to fight, I'll fight them. And that's just kind of how I work. So I feel like I'm easy to work with. And in, in hindsight now, since PFL and Bellator are merging and are merged or whatever, um, it just gets, it's probably going to create more opportunities for me to fight. So that's what I'm looking forward mm. to doing, just fighting as much as possible and, and gaining that experience. I, I do have one gripe with this card, uh, Nate, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen it. I, I definitely tweeted out at some stage. Uh, I'm not happy with your position on the card. I'm not happy that you've gone from main event, Nate, to on the prelims. I think um, I think they fumbled the bag here a bit on you. I think you should be on the main card. I think uh, they made a big deal in Dublin, and they should be continuing to make the big deal of you and putting you on the main card for Be- uh, Bellator Belfast. That's what I think they should do, and I think they need to write that wrong. They need to fix that. You know what I mean? If they're putting their star power behind you and their stock behind you in Dublin, and you won a uh, fantastic fashion, I think you need to be on the main card come Belfast. I think that's that's what you deserve, and I feel like uh, that's where you should be. Did you uh, take any notice of the current positioning of the card? Yeah, well, I, I do agree with you in one sense from the terms of the points you made, but, you know, I kind of also have this, like, respect for the better talk kind of OGs who have been around the mm. world, so... And I understand that, you know, I'm just a PFL head coming over to this kind of Bellator <laughs> card, you know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of respect that, that given the Bellator lads who are with Bellator originally, they're a bit of, they're mm. a bit of respect because at the end of the day, they've put the walk in with Bellator this far. So to have me, some like, I'm not saying stranger, but some, some randomer who's, you know what I mean, not really had much toys at Bellator bar one fight to come in and, take over the card and leave all the kind of more experienced people who even have more fights than me to 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 take their shine i understand why they're kind of doing that in a sense but at the same time i agree with the point that you're making but to be honest like i understand i understand why people would think that but for me it's just business i don't give a shit where i fight on the card if i'm last fight if i'm the first fight I'm just there to do my job and to fight. And the one benefit of it is, is that I can actually fucking fight and then watch the fights after. Normally I'm last mm. all the time, so I don't get to see any of the fights. So it's going to be nice for a change to actually get in, have me fight, and then chill back with my friends and family and watch, watch hopefully Carmore win a world title. So that's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to doing on the night. Yeah, well, look, uh, there, there obviously is big stars... Uh what's called for, for, for the Irish scene on the card. Like, obviously, Carl Moore's fighting for a world title against Corey Anderson, which is, like, a world-class, like, heavyweight uh, title fight in any promotion. Like, they're two unbelievable fighters. And then, obviously, uh, James Gallagher's on the show as well, the Jimmy show, you know what I mean? Like, he brings an awful lot of eyeballs. But, uh, Nate, just going to say one more time, I think your name needs to be up there with those guys. I know you're saying, you know, you're you're the PFL blow in here, come here, but uh, this is a uh, professional fighter leagues presents Bellator Belfast. And when it comes to PFL, when you look back in the history books, the first ever man to headline a PFL event in Dublin was the one and only fighting pride of the north side, Nathan Kelly. And uh, you better believe it. Uh, and I, I just want to see the respect put on your name that deserves. Obviously, I know you're probably less pushed on, on it that you're going to get to enjoy to watch the fights afterwards. But uh, look, it just has to be said, I think, Basmo, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. No, I don't. Across it as well. I just think yeah. that as well is uh, they, they they chop and change their minds a lot. Like it's still mm. quite early. They might move the card 
again because there was a point where I wasn't even the, the main event in Dublin and I ended up being the main event so you know what I mean it, it, they chopped and changed their minds so I wouldn't say I wouldn't put all my eggs in the one basket yet I'd say maybe fight we could really know what way the card is so I'm like I'm not uh, I'm not really thinking too much into it if they change me they change me if they don't they don't I'm just there to win and, and I'll win at any time of the night whether it's the start of the night or the end of the night I'll, I'll win and I'll make sure to get that that, that yeah, no, well, like, Nate, you're obviously going to be a big ticket seller, and this is going to be on a Friday night, so uh, if, like, the, the later you're on it, the easier it will be for your friends and family to get up to Belfast to actually watch it as well. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing I was thinking, like, if I'm on earlier, it's like, oh, fuck, whoever's going to get up, they might not make it on time or do whatever, but get the, the PTO the day, you know what I mean? I, I can't control... The circumstances myself i just need to focus on what's important for me like there used to be a period in time where i i was like trying to micromanage people what what time they should be leaving at what time they should be what transport they should be taking where like all the all the finer things i used to always stress about but now even in terms of the ticket sales like i, I really really pushed hard for dublin whereas this one it's up in belfast i'm probably not going to get a lot of the people going that i had in dublin obviously because it's it's Ford or Spain and it's a Friday and it's a little bit harder for people to get there so I'm not really putting too much stress on myself to push tickets this time around because uh, you know what I mean the circumstances are different but at the end of the day whoever comes from me comes from me and whoever is there to support me will have will have my uh, my, 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 my love and support you know what I mean so yeah well, yeah, like, well, well there is the there's a difference sales. you need yeah, to well, have the, uh, Nate on the main car Basmo yeah, well, yeah. the difference is is also being shown on Virgin Media, or else it's going to be shown on YouTube as well. But like, as the fight actually comes around, we will know more. Uh, Nathan, you're obviously taking on Vikash Singh, uh, Ruhil. Um, you're on a nine five nine fight win streak. What do you actually know about Vikash? Yeah, so I actually when I fought in the Challenger Series, PFL Challenger Series, he fought the same night as me yeah. against James Gonzalez. What do I know? He actually he's actually a really really nice. Uh, humble, uh, sound fella. It's going to be a shame to try and knock him out. Um, <laughs> he, but he's a really nice guy. I have nothing but respect for him. He's, he, he even let me use his boxing gloves. Isn't that, isn't that tr a true way of the martial arts? The one up because I only had MMA gloves. So we are doing pads uh, on the week uh, of the fight. Just doing a bit of training with Dave in the, in the, in the provided rooms they gave us at the hotel. And But yeah, now he's nice, nice fella. Really, really humble fella really nice down to earth fella um but yeah i just think i'm levels above him he has obviously way more experience than i have um but i just feel like the last his last fight was on that night it was like this time last year so he's going to be well over a year without being in the cage and since then i've had two or three maybe so two sorry i've had two since then so this will be me toward um and yeah, I just feel like I've just gone from strength to strength. Um, but I do, I do feel like there's a lot of um, uh, fundamental mistakes he makes, especially in terms of entries and striking and hand position and all that jazz. And I really do feel like this is the fight where I can get a, a nice clean knockout. And um, like, if, if I can try like time stamp it or mark my ward, I think a nice right, I'll knock him out with a right hand, uh, either right hook or straight right across the jaw and i think that's the shot that's gonna put him away so i'd like to uh sign that here so if it does happen on the night use her to hair forced 
and and but that's the shot I feel is gonna is gonna win me the fight. That sounds like a KO finish that should be on the main card, Ross. They, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that drum until, until, like, if you walked out first fight the night, I'd be in the rear. What's called at the event, being like, should have been on the main card. Should have been on the main card. You had your hand raised and be like, hand raised should have been raised on the main card. And then Carl Moore (laughs) win a world title. Go, yeah, but Nathan Kelly should be on that main card. (laughs) Well, also now that Liam McCourt, now that Liam McCourt's fight against uh, Sinead Cavan is off as well, there's a there's a bit more room. So uh, we'll see what happens in the future as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everything, the cards are always subject to change. So mm. it's it's hard to really know, boys. You you might you might catch you might catch me on the later end of it, or you might catch me in mid. I don't know. But for now, for now, our second or oh, well, my second second and third or something. But yeah, they still have to add more fights as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they'll they'll fill up the card with other fights and stuff like that. So you know we'll 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 suss it out soon, but. Regardless of where I'm on in the card, that right hand is gonna is gonna do some damage. I feel in this fight, and there's a few shots that I've been working on, breaking some angles, and I really do feel like if I can catch him clean, it should be a clean knockout. Nathan Nathan Kelly here, the shot caller. Uh, no no bother to him, and a few uh, KO SOEs afterwards. Celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, for the people tuning in now, make sure to check out Nathan Kelly at Belfast. Bellator Belfast on March 22nd. As we said, it's going to be on a Friday. As as it comes closer, we'll know if he's going to be on YouTube or Virgin Media Sports. But either way, it's going to be a night not to be missed. Nathan, is there anything else you want to say to people tuning in that are looking forward to seeing that sweet KO on the on the main card? Yeah, so obviously tune in on the night. It's going to be on, fingers crossed, Virgin Media or YouTube, depending on where I'm at on the card. I, I predict the KO inside two rounds. I really do feel it. Hopefully, it's the force, but it might take a little bit of feeling out to get the right shot. But I, I, I do feel like there's a KO there for me inside two rounds. Um, and yeah, just just expect full flow night to be out in, in in force. I'm really, I'm really on on a, on a good run here. I, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the. I'm feeling like I'm I'm a real, true mixed martial artist in the fullest form now. So I just really want to show it. Uh, I've been working hard the last three years, grafting, knocking out the fights, and you can really see start to see me progression. Um, I'd like to thank all my team and, and and coaches up this far. We've been doing a great job as usual, uh, pushing each other and and, and 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 building the levels. I'd like to thank uh, my sponsors coming on for this fight is uh, the Dream Meta and Get Light Carpets. Um, that they're supporting me for this to be on the on the gear. So, want to give a big massive shout out to them for. Uh, for supporting me and um yeah just just really excited to put on another show and and for us to make my name in, in the history of Irish MMA perfect D- there we have a the fight right. and pride of the north side fight and pride of the north side <laughs> they just start calling me out on the I, anytime I put down that nickname on the on the on the ring announcement they never bleed and do it so I'm gonna go up there this time I'm gonna go to Bellator and go and say you better fucking say the fighting point now. So they must they must be thinking, ah, oh, that's too long. I don't want to deal with that, but I'm gonna make sure next time. Yeah, or else I'll get in now to instead. Yeah. <laughs> like and the fighting pride of the north the fight's over, bollocks. And the fighting pride of the north side should be on the main card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we need we need to just keep pushing that because I remember for the PFL Dublin news are pushing it as well that yeah. should be the main event and then funnily yeah. enough I end up getting there so we should see yeah. okay. maybe we know the right people maybe I mount the, mount the right people yes 
I, there's no shame in that, boys. If I'm benefiting from it, then you should moan, off, moan away all you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, like cool. at the end of the day, we're MA fans, so we say, like, we, we put out there what we actually want to see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nate, we want to thank you very much for coming on the show, and we're going to let you get on with the rest of your day. But so, Ross, that, that was Nate and Kelly. Yeah, he's gone from strength to strength. Uh, the fight and probably the north side, and we're going to die on that main, main card hill. Uh, can't wait to see him on. But uh, speaking yeah. of... Up, yeah, but the thing fast, is, that, like, that, that Bellator Belfast card is a card not to be missed. But there was also a huge card over the weekend, and it was called Kane's Conflict. And we have the most spoken about person of the whole entire card on the show next. Welcome to the show, Mr. Eamon <laughs> Dean. How's it going, bud? All good, all good. All's good, man. Amen. What a performance uh, you ha- had uh, Saturday night. That was absolutely sensational. The Devonish, Devonish was on wheels for the second weekend in a row. Uh, <laughs> no, the second time in a week. Oh, second time in a week. Uh, yes. o- o- unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable high right rail finish. Um, t- tell us this. Uh, how did it feel on the night? Because the place is going nuts for you. Um, to be fair, it was the most. Uh, calm and composed I feel like I've ever been for a fight uh I was just it was the first time I was ever entered a, a ring or a cage and just was completely aware of everything and there like it was like it was like as if I was sparring nearly I just felt in total control and, no, it, that, it was, that was obviously that was obviously your second um pro fight uh the first time you beat um, Troy, Troy Gibson, yeah, Troy Gibson. Uh, that was on very short notice. Uh, can you tell us, like, what that, that was the first time you were fighting under the FAI banner? Like, how did that move go about? Um, so that was my second MMA fight at all, never yeah. mind being pro. So, uh, no, I took the Troy fight in 12 hours notice. So it was a minute, I was due to have my first amateur MMA fight, but I had about fuck 30 pullies or something. Um, <laughs> It was mad, but I just took that fight and uh, and then I was getting offered fights on cage wires and stuff, uh, my previous gym, but as soon as I got offered like a fight on a bike show, I kind of knew that I wasn't in the right position. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they moved forward in my pro career. I, had, I was training with people that was a lot lower, like no, no disrespect, but a, a lot lower level, a lot younger than me too as well. They were like quite young, like I'm, I'm, I'm 29, but they were like six, like they were nobody over, over 20. Like there were a lot of young people mm. on my previous gym and I wasn't really getting any hard spars or anybody around my width or, or my level. So I mean, my teammate, we, after, after a shoe, funny enough, he was, he was defeated uh, by somebody from Cage Conflict. Uh, Corey McLaughlin bit James and we went for a coffee and we talked and we were, like, I, I was just trying to like think of ways to try and improve uh, our situation and like we both just sat down and just came to the conclusion that as much as we tried to fight it and fight against it that FAA is in my opinion one of the best gyms uh, in Europe I've never I've never I've never experienced anything like I have experienced up there and I just knew then, because after the fight with James and Corey, I, I was always nice and friendly with Pat and Shando anyway, but they kind of pulled me aside and they were just like, look, these boys are always welcome to come up now and spar on a Sunday and stuff. Uh, and I was just like, fuck. And I never really gave a thought. And then James said, and me and James was talking, and we were like, I was like, what about going to FA? And they was like, fuck, do you reckon? And I said, it's the place they be, really, like, isn't it? Yeah. It's, 
it's the worth it's worth the travel. Like we we were we go up five days in a row, like so it's worth it's worth the travel. Like do you know what I mean? But as soon as I walked under the doors and looked at the facility and trained with them after the first night, don't get me wrong, I was put in my place for the first couple. Who <laughs> <laughs> puts in your place? I was humbled. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> the humbled, queue. everybody, everybody humbled me, but uh, no. But to be fair, everybody welcomed welcomed me with open arms, and there's no egos whatsoever. They were just all so nice to me, and just it was, it's as if I've been there from the start, and they took me under their wing. And I, it's honestly, it's it's a privilege and an honor they they train in that gym, and they train under Pat and Shando, and they train along along me. Reese McKee, Corey, fucking Paul Hughes, like there's there's that many people I could be sitting here all day telling me everybody up there is world level. Yeah, and then did you think the day you first walked into FAI, you would then go on and headline their next Cage Conflict show? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like it was yeah. meant to be a co-main event, and then that the tragedy happened by Ryan. Then and I was just it was it was a it was a. It was a couple of time for everybody in the gym. Like everybody was like, I was nearly not going to. I was nearly going to give it all up. I because I have a young family. You know what I mean? I have a I have a fiance and a and a wee and a wee girl. Like, and she's coming five. And and then just seeing all, everything that happened, they ran and had a family and a wee a wee daughter as well too. And yeah, it, it kind of it just kind of put put the fear in me a wee bit. But and that's where I have to pay a lot of respect to Shando and and uh, Pat. They really went above and beyond for Ryan, and they went above and beyond for us boys because the morale and the jump was very low. Everybody was nearly kind of how can I explain it? They were like they were nearly feeling guilty for training and being able to train, and like and nobody. And I don't know. It was just a weird. It was a. It was rare. It was a weird kind of phase, and then they kind of brought us out of it, and then I got offered the opportunity. They, be main event then and of course I was going to go out and, and I was going to do it all for Ryan and put, put on that show for him because like, he would have he would have done it so I had to go out and do it for him and I uh, it was amazing it was honestly one of the best best experiences of my life uh, uh it was great and the were and the way the warm-up room and the coaching team and all, everything like it's mad there's that's what me and Corey were talking about me and Corey were talking about on the phone and I was like I've never experienced anything like that my whole fighting career like through kickboxing k1 mma i've never experienced the professionalism of getting warmed up having your own warm-up room mm. the pep talks before the cage just we see i'm not going to give it away there's like a secret there's we secret things they say to you in your ear trying to get your breathing under control and, and as soon as i enter the cage and normally i normally i go on and i just go straight into the k1 mode and have my hands against them just swinging like a madman but I was really calm and relaxed. Probably could have. I'm only going to get better. I still feel like there was mm. a few things I wasn't happy about on it, like. But even though it only lasted a month, <laughs> yeah, it was only a minute long. If you actually want to, if you want to watch the fight back, uh, we have it up on our Instagram wall. It's actually it's on Ames as well. So make sure to check it out. It's only a minute long, but uh, it, it was <laughs> well it worth was watch. watch. Yeah, it's well worth the watch, man. Uh, <laughs> Ross, what uh, you make? What you make of the event overall, bud? Oh, they always put on an amazing show. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. Crowd was phenomenal. Setup was phenomenal. Uh, the warm up facility was amazing. Like it's just I they, they go above and beyond. Like there's no expense spared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Way better than the pleasure boys. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know. 
it might be a career for me after a fight. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> same here. Us two as well, Ross. If this doesn't work out, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you touched on it. This is only your second ever MMA fight. Uh, obviously, you've won both so far. You obviously you're uh, yeah, you have a big uh, background in stand up. Um, are you sort of looking to fast track this career now? Because I know you touched on it as well. You're 29. Are you looking to make waves sooner rather than later? You've already started off on on a strong note, to say the least. Uh, well, like I said, I'm, I turned 30 now in, in June, and uh, I think time's against me. I think there's there, there only is <laughs> there only is one all the way. I have to just go full steam ahead. You know what I mean? Mm. But uh, I I feel like I'm I'm on the I'm under the right I'm on, I'm under the right coaches, the right team, and the right team, and I and I trust in everything that they're going to do for me. Uh, and I'll just leave my career in their hands. All I have to do is show up to the gym, train, and put on the work. And the rest is history. Do you know what I mean? They'll they'll keep me right. I I, I feel strongly about uh, Pat and Shando, like them two boys. They know what they're at, and they know how they bulge you up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then obviously, uh, obviously, you've got like a quite unique look. Like you stand out from the crowd, and like you've obviously got the skills to pay the bills. Um, obviously, Bellator has come to town in Belfast. Is that a show that you'd like to fight on? <sighs> Of course, <laughs> I'll fight on anything. I'll fight anybody. I'll fight out in the fucking street. <laughs> no, it, it's just one of those ones where uh, I've always felt with uh, with Bellator and now uh, the PFL. You know, I mean, they've never had Fight Academy Ireland fight on their cards, and yeah. uh, someone like you, who's uh, you know early in their pro career, but like has has the fight experience, could be the perfect person to to build that relationship back up and, and get someone on that card. And obviously, uh, your style is incredible to watch as well. Like some of the, some of the spinning kicks that y- you throw and, and just like, just everything with bad intentions is just absolutely beautiful to watch. I was trying to work me. If there's actually a video of me warming up and you can see me throwing the calf kick, the spinning back kick and the flying knee. And mm. I've done every one of them in the fight. And, uh, I've got, do you see, honestly, I was more right. Like, my whole my walkout kit was blood splatter, and I was more. I really wanted to. It's going to sound bad, but I really wanted to fucking open them up. Do you know what I mean? I really wanted to <laughs> have them a few elbows and stuff. But uh, <laughs> that's like I really like. I really wanted to get the elbows on, but like it's just fucking. Ah, uh, the calf kick. I was a calf kick. That was the first time throwing calf kicks in a fight, and they fucking wrecked his leg. So uh, I was ready to get the elbows off as well too. So uh, we get it. Yeah, well, you are the new Cage Conflict welterweight champion. Um, yes. For people tuning in now, Cage Conflict thirteen will be back. Will be back on May eighteenth. Um, and is that something you're also looking at as well, or are you looking at other organizations? Because obviously, FAI have like links with Cage Warriors. Um, like, what sort of way do you want to direct your career for the rest of this year? Just keep it. I just want to keep myself like now. I'm, I feel like now I'm in a better position. With my wit than I was before. Like this wit cut, I got my shoulder slightly dislocated two weeks before Christmas. And uh, so I went from like 84 kilos up to 94 kilos. <laughs> and then I was four, I was, and then it was, I only, like when I was starting my, like when I started trying to diet properly, I was like 94 kilos. I think I was five weeks ago, I was 94 kilos. And I weighed in at 76.6. <laughs> So uh, my main goal now is just to keep a wit down, keep training, stay Andre free. I hurt, hurt my hand a wee bit in the fight. I think I jarred it a wee bit just with throwing a left hook, but it's not broken. I think like I move it like, but I just think I stayed the top of it. But all in that, I'll be back to the gym now, and I'll be back to the gym next week. But 
I stay injury free and just train and then whatever opportunities present themselves, like as you know already, I'll fight anybody anywhere. So any show or anything anything Pat and Chando feels like it's the best option for me, that's what I'll do. I'll trust I'll trust their guidance, do you know what I mean? But I'm ready for anything and anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I think I think uh, the promotions should be clamoring for you, to be honest, Simon. And I think, uh, yeah. like, you have star quality about you, and that's that's something that uh, any promotion would love to get. Like, you you can see from even from the reel we posted, you know what I mean? Like, people were all over. Uh, you can always sort of tell when you post uh, someone's fight whether people are are interested or not, and like your one, people are very interested in. So, like, that's that's what people want to see, and. Uh, we hope to see you sooner rather than later, as long as the hand hand is all okay. That's all One thing you touched on uh, earlier was the move to FAI. Uh, obviously, yeah. you said you were humbled very, very, very quickly. But uh, how much do you feel like your game has improved since uh, joined there? And like on the daily, h- how much are you taking in from it? Mass, it's massively changed my game. As I said, I was all, I was more of like a. I'm a pressure fighter. I do like they put pressure on, but mm. they're teaching me to be more calm and relaxed. Like I don't, I don't need to take as much damage. Where I would have took some damage, they inflict more damage. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I would have took a few stupid shots. Where I feel like I was more calm and composed. And uh, either my games come on massively. Like I barely done much wrestling. It was more like off mm. my back jujitsu stuff. Mm. Um, and up there, like you're there's so much they learn. Like and. There's a, a there's a system to every single thing. Like we'll go through a system of one maneuver for like I've got a couple of months, and then you move on to the next thing. And then even the striking as well too. Like the striking up there is phenomenal. Everybody's like like you can see it with all the FAA fighters. They're like oh they can they're like dynamic. They can fight off both stances. Like they're really elusive. Though. Everybody's every, everybody's striking and grappling's on point, and it's it's down to the coaches and the coaching team too. Like as well. And uh, I, my games improved massively up there, and all the all the boys up there, all the pro fighters and stuff like that's what I'm trying to say. There's no egos. Like if they see something that I'm doing wrong, they'll help me and they'll correct me and stuff as well too. I'm actually mm. decent to grab one. I actually have a decent jiu-jitsu game. I just don't get the fucking short. <laughs> just pop boys they sleep too fucking soon. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone who you ever fight, their goal is to test out your jiu-jitsu game. Know, <laughs> it just doesn't right. work that way. Uh, you have to get out of it. They try and get close. They try and get close to me first. And uh, t- tell us this. Uh, obviously, uh, you fought Troy Gibson your first fight. What was it like when you joined the gym and saw him first time out? Uh, that was grand. <laughs> Troy, <laughs> Troy, Troy's fought. Troy's fought everybody from there. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Me blame fucking Jordan O'Neill for fuck's sake. <laughs> Man's fought us all. Yeah, I know you're all FAI lads. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. As soon as I walked on here, it was like. Water under the bridge, everybody, like as soon as you go up there, you're just boom, everybody's a team, do you know what I mean? And uh, I know, me and Troy was A1, like I messaged, I was messaging Troy straight after fighting, thanking him for fucking taking the fight in short notice, do you know what I mean? Um, and he took it as well too, he knew nothing yeah. about me, like, so he went under the unknown as well too, but uh, Troy's, Troy's A1, he's a, he's a good teammate and he's a, he's a good man now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really, really, really nice fella. Yeah, we also want to give a shout out to Corn McLaughlin, James Slavin, uh, Owen McDonald and Benny the Butcher. They all won the titles on the weekend as well. Um, Eamon, don't forget about Henry. Oh, sorry, Henry, uh, Henry Corrigan. Sorry, excuse me. That that was a uh, sorry. That was a separate reel. But uh, and shout out to Henry. Opened up his new gym as well. Like um. The, th- the thing is with FAI there's just so much going on there's so many so many fighters there's, it, it just keeps growing people are just improving like so fast and like it's going to be really exciting to see 
what to do with the next cage conflict as well because obviously Tiernan Lockran wasn't able to compete on it um, yeah. obviously obviously unfortunately uh, Ryan Curtis wasn't able to compete on it as well uh, yeah. who knows maybe yourself on May 18th you could headline it again it is going to be very very interesting to see what happens in the future but uh Eamon, we wanted we do want to thank you very much for your time is there anything thank else you. you want to say for the people tuning in now because this is obviously your first appearance on the show and uh it could be potentially the last of what you say here but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I just want to say thanks to uh my coaches my team my fiance, uh, all my sponsors, and I look forward to the future. And I hope you all enjoy the fight, and it's only going to get bigger and better. Let's fucking go. Yeah, Eamon, I want to say you've really announced yourself on the pro scene. Uh, people are clamoring to see you in there next. We can't wait to see you in there next. Uh, we've yeah, become we'll... huge fans, fans of yours, uh, over, over your first two pro fights, and long may it last. So, uh, can't wait to see you out there again. And uh, best luck and best skill, and come to Thank a cage you. near you. Yeah, thank you, boys, so much. I appreciate you getting me on, hey? Yeah, perfect. No worries. So, Ross, that's Eamon Dean. When are, you, when are you going to get a face tattoo to look as cool as him, man? Oh, man, I think it'll be a while before I can pull something like that off. But, uh, look, he seems like a really uh, nice guy as well because, obviously, he's a scary-looking dude. He fights scary as well. So, uh, I'm sure it's going to be uh, somewhat difficult for him to get a match on the on the regional scene. That's why I feel like if he went moved to, like, a PFL or a Bellator, He'd be guaranteed to get the matchups, so I think that that'd be a, a massive opportunity for him, and it would be nice to see FAI uh, in another promotion as well. Yeah, well, like the the key thing in MMA as well is uh, standing out, mm. and like you, you can't say Amadine does not stand out as well. No. Um, if you are enjoying the show so far, make sure to like and subscribe and leave a comment if you want as well, because we are here every week. Um, we're just going to discuss all the other latest MMA news, and we will get into the energized questions, Ross. I think that's your new favorite part of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love answering another question. Yeah, well, here, I, w- I just want to stop start at the top, right? Yeah. Did you see Ilya Tupuria walking out to, in the Santiago, Santiago Bernabeu, Real Madrid's home pitch, and being presented with the UFC belt as well? Yeah, I thought that was thought that was actually really, really cool. It just goes to show how much of a superstar that man really has become. Even like Sergio Ramos uh, for Sevilla was like getting over for a handshake with him. You know what I mean? Uh, they all they all wanted to rub off him. Also, I thought it was absolutely insane that Real Madrid actually posted him to their Instagram. Um, it, it just really goes to show um, that this guy's gone global. Um, obviously, he went in there. Was quite arrogant come fight week. Off Volk, who's like the nicest guy or the most loved champion, I'd say, in the UFC going into the fight. And uh, all of a sudden, he's after like stealing all his thunder and running with it. No, he 100% has. Um, I think it's going to last for a while. Um, who would you like to see Topuria fight next? I think him versus Max Holloway in Spain will be absolutely gangbusters. I think that would be like such a good fight. Obviously, both have insanely good boxing. Uh, I think that's I think that's the fight to make. I don't want to see Volk compete for at least six months plus. I know that rematch is on the table, but uh, I think Volk needs to take a break for a while. Yeah, sure. He's coming off two knockout losses, so uh, mm-hmm. hopefully he comes back at some stage. Um, Ross, over the weekend, UFC Mexico went down. Before we get into the fights inside the cage, what did you make the make of the fights outside the cage? Well, there was one guy in a black shirt who was like just knocking people out left, right, and center. Uh, he was just throwing this left hand that was like absolute cinder block, and he was like, "It, it, it reminded me." I thought, of, it, uh, I thought it was cage conflict for a second. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, some sort of viral video that. Do you remember there was a guy in a nightclub who was knocking everyone out? 
like left, right, and center. <laughs> but I, I also did laugh that uh, that guy knocked everyone out, and then I saw one of the angles. I don't know if you saw this, but like this guy was like sort of falling over chairs, and then stood up, and then it was like, "Come on, let's have it, let's have it." But like, it didn't throw one punch. <laughs> it, it's it's funny that chap wasn't thought he was me there. Um, Ross, in the main event, Brandon Royval def- defeated Brandon Moreno by decision. Yeah, I, th- I think Brandon Royval is going to get a rematch uh, against Pantoja, and it could be the headliner for UFC 301 in, in Brazil. Um, if UFC want to go that route, if he's fit and healthy to do it, then that looks like it could be a very good shout. Uh, fair play to Brandon Royval, because I feel like um, I would say to sum up his career previous to this fight was he was always the bridesmaid never the bride uh, he always sort of fed at the last hurdle uh, but not on this occasion he was he managed to get his hand raised in a, in a very close decision fight it was yeah and then th- did you see in the co-main event Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez and when Brian Ortega was being announced by Bruce Buffer like he like mm. he did something to his ankle and then he was limping around and pretending that he wasn't hurt did you see that no, I actually didn't see that in the in, in the announcement there. I, I did see after the, after the fact that he was like, "Oh, I actually got injured." He actually said in the in the warm up, but uh, I, I didn't actually see when he like rolled his ankle. But yeah, uh, yeah that's a, and that, then still that got the win because yeah, because the first round he got absolutely smashed in. Yeah, and then he came back in the second round and was dominating. I think one of the judges actually had ten uh, eight Rodriguez in the first round and then ten eight. Or take in the second round. I'm, I'm, I, I can't remember the last time one person won ten eight and then lost ten eight the next round. But uh, that was obviously incredible to see. And then um, it was a bit bizarre the way he like sort of held on to the submission a bit longer. And then like he, he also then refused to let Mark Goddard raise his hand as the winner at the end. It was a <laughs> it was a strange fight. But uh, look, Brian Ortega. Um, he might have he he might be the person who fights Taporia next. Obviously, depending on how UFC three hundred goes. And obviously, uh, Brian Ortega. Uh, I don't know if his uh, Spanish is good, but I know he does have Mexican center. And if his Spanish is good and Taporia's Spanish is good, maybe that's the fight that you do in Spain. Uh, if they can both speak Spanish, it could be good for the press tour. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, then also this weekend, UFC is back. Strike is taking on Groziev in the main event. Uh, this week is actually your pick, Ross. So what are you feeling for this main event? Look, Rosenstrike is like an awful lot. I think this is the ninth UFC main event, which is uh, absolutely incredible to think. But uh, I think he's I think he's catching the L this week. Uh, his opponent's undefeated. I think he's twelve and zero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, so, yeah. so yeah, I think I think uh, Rosenstrike's going to catch an L this week, and you can put me down for that pick right now, Basmo. Okay, yeah. Okay. Who's who's winning? By the way, let let the viewers know. Who do I think is winning? No, who, who's winning? The, oh, who's winning on like our predictions? Yeah, like, yeah. I, th- I think it's like seven two, like or something for you, isn't it? Oh yeah, just want just want everyone to know. One two three four five. Uh, no, it's five two to you. Okay. Yeah. On the way to seven two. On the way to seven. <laughs> um, Ross. Also this weekend, UKFC is going down. Octagon fifty four is going down, but. Your fighting championships is going down this Sunday. Irish MMA is back again this weekend. Ross, URFC in Uri, Decky McAleen and show. What do you think of this event? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're do unbelievable matchmaking. Some of their matchmaking is the best the country have to offer. Uh, I think it's Shay Cleland versus Damian McGuigan in the main event, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, yeah, these these are two of the best uh, flyweights in the country. Uh, I, I don't think either lad is older than twenty two. Like the, I think one of them might even be a teenager, but they both might be teenagers still. Um, unbelievable uh, high caliber fights. Uh, these two. Uh, the winner could easily be the best uh, amateur flyweight in the country. Um, I feel like we're we're constantly saying that when uh, we see some of the matches on Europe, but that's the way it is. And I think Tiernan Lockrown is still trying to get on the card uh, where possible. So if we could see his pro debut on Europe, that'd be unbelievable. Um, again, like I think the like Sam Simon and stuff fighting on the card as well. Uh, Declan McLean does an unbelievable job when it comes to the fights. Uh, look, I'll definitely be watching Basma with you. Typical man. Well, I'm an absolute degenerate watching watching Irish MMA. So of course I'm watching this. You mad? Um, Ross, just before we get into the Energized questions of the week, um, I'm just going to say what's on next week. Next week, uh, Auntie Joshua's fighting Francis Ngannou. Clan Wars is going to be going down to Belfast. And UFC 299, O'Malley versus Cheeto Vera is going to be going down as well. So next week's show is going to be a big one as well. So we'll have to see who the get- next week's guests are. But also, we want to thank the two lads coming on today because, uh, look... Like these are the, these are the people the, the the people want on the show, so they are they were invited on the show. Uh, Ross, energized questions, right? Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, you look a bit nervous. Really? Can nervous. you can you confirm you're not in a cave? Not in a cave. Okay, grand. Here we go. Who stole the show at Cage Conflict, Ross? Uh, for me, it was Eamon Dean. Um, that that win was phenomenal. I thought he looked really really good. Uh. Gone in 60 seconds. It was a fantastic KO win. It's what the crowd wanted to see. And he let them all go home happy. But I also will say, uh, Henry Cargan's submission finish was like absolutely vicious. Like he, he clamped on that rear naked choke like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, just touching on that, there's a couple of things, a couple of questions about cage conflict here. Mm. Um, um, sorry, I'll go to this one first. Uh, James P. Shannon asks. Would love to see Eamon Dean versus Owen Sheridan fight. I'd be all over that. that. A couple of people have said that now. Mm. I I think that's the fight to make for Bellator. Owen Sheridan versus Eamon Dean. Make it happen. Owen Sheridan's over doing elbows with Johnny Bones Jones uh, over in Bangtow. Uh, Eamon Dean's fresh off win. Owen Sheridan's constantly saying he's struggling to find people who, who, who will fight him. Eamon Dean will definitely fight him. And I think that'd be a phenomenal fight to make. FAI versus SPG. It's a rare, rare you get that that uh, those two fighting each other. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I think they're. I think Owen Sheridan's going to be fighting at Cage Legacy 21 as well. But uh, look, yeah, but that, that'll be a great fight. Would he, would he turn that down? I don't know. That, that'd be that, that'd be a great fight. Like I mean, mm. like who wouldn't tune in to see that? And like both mm. lads have big audiences as well. Um, Jared Mac. Aliden asks, when's Henry Cargan coming on the show? He's barred, man. He's barred, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, he's too busy opening gyms, isn't he? Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll have Henry on at some stage uh, in the future. But uh, he, especially if he keeps on winning the way he's winning. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable scenes. But uh, I'm sure we'll have Henry on at some stage. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Well, the thing is, when, when you're doing a show, if you have two guests on talking about the same thing, people are going to be less interested. So we like to yeah. mix it up a bit. But, uh, Ross, just touching on Henry Corrigan, where what do you think is next in line for Henry? I, I honestly think he could fight on um, one of two things. I think, could he fight in Cage Warriors Dublin in April? Absolutely. Or 
could he potentially fight on the next cage conflict card as main event or co-main event? I think they're two great possibilities. So fingers crossed we see him sooner rather than later because when you see someone with such a dominant first round finish, you want to see them turn around quick, quick enough. Yeah, and like that crowd is absolutely mm. wild. Like just watching, just watching the fights. Oh, like, yeah, so, so some of the apex fights you're watching, like it's a bit dead, you know. And then mm. you see the devilish and absolute wheels. Like you know, what I mean, people are still having withdrawals from the pleasure boys. That's it. <laughs> that's a future career for us as well, Ross. Definitely write that down. Um, Al Kalozi asks Ross, cheese steaks or pizza? Al's gonna hate me, but I'm gonna say pizza. What about a cheesesteak on a pizza? That could be the new thing. That could be that could be a new thing. Yeah. And then uh, we have a couple of questions about Cage Warriors Dublin, Ross. DH Newman asks, will Paul Hughes main event the Cage Warriors Dublin show? And also Spear in Detail asks, who's your toss to headline Cage Warriors Dublin? So I suppose we found out that it won't be George Hardwick versus Paul Hughes because George Hardwick's booked, I think, for the 30th of March. Um, so the in following London. week, Paul Hughes, will he fight there? I think the closer we get to that date, the more likely it is. Um, obviously, he's going to be fighting at lightweight again. Uh, I'm not actually 100% too sure who he will fight. Um, maybe he fights Lias. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, who George Liassi. Hardwick previously fought yeah, for the title. Maybe someone like him. Or maybe they bring in someone from... You know, maybe an ex UFC vet or something like that, um, to fight Paul Hughes. How he has that on his on his record. You know what I mean? Maybe yep. that's the, maybe that's the ticket he needs to punch. Yeah, but the the thing is now, if you go into Cage Warriors website, Paul is no longer there with as the featherweight champion. Yeah. No, this so, fight's going to be a lightweight. His next fight. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think like if you can find a former UFC lightweight for Paul to fight. I'll be here for that. Yeah. No, same here. It's just I, I think uh, well, I think that's what he needs to do now. Now he needs to beat someone who's maybe been in the UFC. Is that yeah. is that the ticket he needs to to punch? Who knows? I feel like he's punched all the tickets he needs to punch, but like again, we're looking for a new narrative to to get him there. Yeah. He's over in Kilcliffe right now training as well. Mm. And uh Cage Warriors Dublin is five weeks away. So we'll see what happens there, Ross. Um, that's a, that's actually all the questions. Um, I have one for you, Baz. Honest opinion on PFL versus Bellator. I thought the show was good. Um, I thought the matchups in the very end, fights fell off. That happens. Some some fighters are were fighting different champions in different weight classes as well, mm. which is confusing for because like we know ourselves. We co- we cover the, the we cover MMA every week, mm. and it sometimes it's not that straightforward straightforward for us to cover. So you can only imagine the like what goes down when like say our parents tune in to watch mm. the shows. You know what I mean? They like they're really not going to get in. Yeah. Um, I think I think the main event, the way it was won by Ferreira. Yeah. It, like after what about thirty seconds, and now he's fighting Francis Ngannou. Or that is date has, yeah, that date hasn't been confirmed yet, but at least they can bring Nganu back into the picture because obviously he's fighting next week against AJ. Um, I think overall, I, th- I think overall, what do I think? 
I think I think they could have done with some fans there, maybe a bit more, like more fans. But mm. like they don't really have, like w- when I look at PFL and Bellator, I don't. I, th- I think their biggest market is actually Ireland. Yeah, I, I I personally think it was missing a few things. I think it was missing more of a build up to the show. Uh, I felt like being in Saudi gave it less of a build up, but obviously the Saudis are investing in the product, so you know you have to sort of give them a show over there. Um. I felt like the Nganu thing was just like a little last minute spin. Uh, I don't believe he's going to fight Ferrer next. I think he's going to fight Joshua. And I just don't see him fighting Ferrer next. Like, why didn't they do a face off between Ferrer and Nganu afterwards in the cage? Thought like that was like an easy, easy no brainer. But uh, Nganu had already left. So I was like, what's the story with that? Why didn't they get uh, John Jones into the cage? Yeah, I thought uh, obviously they flew John Jones over, and yeah. that was there. Like they should have probably got a face off of him and Ghana at some stage, just for social media clicks. It would have been uh, would have done well. Um, and then, like obviously the show itself, you know, Bellator sort of dominated against PFL, which I think a lot of people sort of expected um, that. So, like I suppose it goes to show that PFL buying the roster off Bellator was probably worth it for them. Um, to get a higher caliber of fighters. But uh, I didn't feel like there was much of a story being told. And another thing I didn't like is, I don't know if you, you noticed it, but like, there was sort of like a purple dim on the cage as they were showing the fights. It wasn't like as clear uh, the picture uh, as it normally is um, for like a Bellator event or for a UFC event or even a PFL event that I thought was a bit darker than normal. Um, maybe it's just the stadium and the lighting, but uh, and that was great. And I felt like also at times there's a lot of bumper stickers all over the all over the uh, over the screen as opposed to the canvas. Um, I felt like in like each corner there was like a bumper sticker, and I was like, get rid of that. It wasn't as clean as I expected it to be. To be honest, like I I think they're not a finished product. They've still they still have quite a bit to learn. Uh, I feel like. I'd be doing the service to them if I just told them it was great and well done. I think you have to be honest with, uh, about these these things. And uh, th- there are my critiques of it, to be honest. Yeah, well, the thing is, where, where do they go from from here? It's it's mm. um, like PFL is back on mm. the 7th of March in Paris. And like that's in a proper stadium now. Yeah, core stadium, uh, core arena. Kanye yeah. West was playing there last night. Oh, really, yeah? Yeah, and then um, Bellator Belfast is the next show for Bellator, mm. so it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting. Like, is that going to be an annual thing? Mm. Who knows? Like, did it, did it meet their expectations? I didn't really see too many people sharing stuff. Like, I mean, that's mm. how you sort of gauge gauge this the the popularity of the event. Mm. Um. It's going to be like, look, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I remember I put the poll out during the week seeing who, what fight people were most interested in. Mm. And like comparing the PFL versus Bellator fights to compared to the cage conflict fights, mm. it was chalk and cheese. Like, but obviously, yeah, our, I, I think our, our audience is Irish, the fan, you know. There's a lot to do to win the fan base over. It is possible, but they have a lot to do. But uh, look, we'll, we'll see what their next steps are. I think, I think the European series is doing better than the American series, to be honest. But, uh, Look, all will be revealed, and we'll we'll see see what happens with uh, PFL and Bellator. I think they need to merge them sooner rather than later, as opposed to run them as separate bands. But uh, look, maybe we'll get into more of that next week in the build up more to Bellator, Belfast. Uh, Basil, anything else to say before I tell people to like, share, and subscribe? 
Um, no, I just want to thank Nathan Kelly for coming on the show as well. He is one person to watch out for. Like um, the way he's fighting back on Bellator now, he's a PFL like athlete. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens next for him. Uh, Eamon Dean, like uh, we were watching him ever since he turned pro. Be yeah. Troy Gibson because nobody saw that coming really. Well, although it was only like a, no one knew about the fight until like yeah. twelve hours beforehand. But uh, that the, the look and uh, when you when you see someone like that just so covered in tattoos and all, it's mm. uh, th- th- there's not many people like that in Ireland. Fight? No, like Def- no, definitely, no, not. Def- no, he's definitely he's definitely in his own lane there. And then cage conflict, like what a show! I mean, like everything uh, Pat and Liam are putting into those events, like it, like what's most important is the crowd are loving it as well as much as the fighters. And um, no, the way you see the fighters going with their belts, going to see Ryan Curtis after was uh, was a lovely touch. And like long may it continue. Rough. There you have it, guys. Um, unbelievable week of mixed martial arts. We'll be back again next week. For those who are still watching, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always. Stay energized. Energized show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.